0: Good afternoon, good morning to whoever and however or whatever time you listen to this Thank you all for tuning in to the show, Last Word Productions again I'm your host Tavares Wilson As you all know, I always get the last word And now guys, <clears throat> it's that time of year again It's that time again We got football back, man But before we get into football, I just wanted to briefly discuss a little NBA news We don't got really nothing, anything serious or major But We do have the news of NBA 2K coming out. It will be coming out within the next week. And I just wanted to talk about it because, you know, I want everyone to know that they should not buy this game. (laughs) That's that's simply my reality and expectations for everyone with this game. Do not buy it. Why? It's because at some point we have to force these people's hands to make a better game. 2K and Madden have been terrible for quite some time now, guys. I'm not Madden, to me, is a bit better than 2K, in my personal opinion. The best three to four years, the last three to four years, excuse me, Madden has been better. But both games can definitely be drastically better than what they currently are, definitely. So, with all that being said, I don't really have any more NBA news for you all, you know, You've seen a lot of extensions, a lot of trades over this offseason. That's pretty much mild down and cooled down for the most part. So let's get right into the news everyone wants to know. Let's get into the NFL. And In today's episode, I will be giving y'all season's predictions. Who I think will win what division, records for each team, and things like that. So it's going to be a long one. Y'all buckle up your seat seatbelts for me. Now... With that being said, as you all know, this we kick off the season starting tonight with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions against America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, with that being said, I'm going to tell y'all who I'm taking in every game week one. So I'm giving y'all a lot this episode. So first things first, man, I got to go with the Cowboys and Bucks, of course, because they play first And I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this one. I mean, I think the Cowboys is a better team that a lot of people want to admit with that Prescott healthy because they can put up points with anyone in the league. The difference in this game, though, will be the Buccaneers' defense. They are able and more than capable of getting one or two stops to make the difference in the game. I'm not sure if I believe the Cowboys' defense is capable of doing that, especially against that loaded offensive group and receivers and running backs and and tight ends, O.J. Howard, coming back that the Buccaneers have. It doesn't matter who they have a quarterback. It's it's bad enough it's already Brady, you know, a guy who's not going to turn the ball over. and, And now that they have that, the Buccaneers are nearly a perfect team. So I take the Buccaneers in this one personally. Personally, I think they win this game 20, I say, because the Cowboys was not put up points. I say 28-21, or maybe 28-24. I think they get a field goal there. So, I got the buzz winning in that one. Next game I'm going to go to, man, I got to get to my personal team and my personal favorites, man. I'm sorry. I got to go with New England and the Miami Dolphins. Now, Miami Dolphins travel to Gillette, you know. They are going to see a rookie Matt Jones. They're going to see a guy who's never played a single series of snap. Excuse me if y'all hit a dog in the background. It's people outside cutting grass, so he hits them. But with that being said, they're going. They, this top five potential defense is going to go up against a rookie QB who's never taken a snap or a series as a starter with his starters. This is something the, the Dolphins have to key in on, and they have to force the Patriots' hand to pass the ball. Because in my personal opinion, if Matt Jones, if we get out into a, a shootout with Matt Jones versus Tua, I'm taking Tua any day of the week. That's not me saying he's definitely a better quarterback than him. Me personally, I think he's better. But that's not me saying that he's definitely better than him. It's just that it's hard for a guy to come in week one no series starts, no snaps with, in the actual live games, not practice, with the starters against a top-five defense, potentially a top-five defense, and, you know, just go out there and be cool as a cucumber. It's, it's impossible almost. Now, with all that being said, I think the Dolphins take this one. I think the Patriots missing Stefan Gilmore will be absolutely catastrophic and huge for them they're going to miss his presence on the field especially with the likes of guys like Jalen Walter running out there you know Devontae Parker running out there a guy like Albert Wilson going out there things like that the Dolphins have pretty good playmakers at those wide out positions and they also have pretty good tight ends now with that being said I take the Dolphins winning this one. I say the score would be 24-21, same as I did with the last game. No, I said 28-24. 24-21 this game. I think the Dolphins win by a field goal. Now, the next game we're going to get into will be the Eagles versus the Falcons. Now, this to me, this this is going to turn into a shootout as well because I don't believe in either one of these teams' defenses. I think the Eagles' defense is a a bit better, but it's aging. So, that's a bit concerning to me. But I will take the Eagles to win this game. The reason I'm taking the Eagles to win this game is because I believe in their defense a bit more, like I just previously stated. And I also believe that the Falcons' defense is just that bad. I think this is a very good, you know, first week game, first time ever game for Devontae Smith. If he does play, last time I heard he was hurt, but I believe he's on track to play. To me, personally, he couldn't have any easier way to start off his career against a pretty putrid defense. I mean, A.J. Terrell is a solid corner, but I don't think he's someone you need to go out there and have nerves going against. I mean, he's good, but he's not that good. I I think Devontae Smith, this would be a a good first-time game for him. I got the Eagles winning this one i say this would be a high-scoring game. i say at least 28-21. I think they win by a touchdown regardless of the score. Then we got the Jets going to Carolina. So the Jets taking on their former quarterback, Sam Donald, who they just traded this last offseason. They got Zach Wilson, a very extremely talented guy. You know, a guy out of BYU. They made a little... Prove in an offseason in terms of both sides of the ball. And when they got Carl Lawson, and when they got Corey Davis, you know they did things of that nature. Now, with that all that being said, who do I think takes this game? I think the Panthers take this game, and why I think that? I think the Panthers secondary is going to be scary good. The the drafting of J.C. Horn. They already had. <clears throat> they already had a pretty good corner. And oh my goodness, I, I can't remember his name right now. Why oh, can't see now? I gotta look it up. It's gonna bother me. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember his name right now. Uh, they, oh, they do have AJ Boye as well. I think JC Horn gonna be a star. Dante Jackson. There we go. I know. I knew, I knew. I knew. I knew that name. I knew Jackson. I couldn't remember his first name, but they got a pretty good secondary in my opinion. They front seven is underrated. I think Shaq Thompson. Is one of the better linebackers in the league who we don't give enough credit for. You know, he's a guy who who can run sideline to sideline. He's a guy who is very versatile, can defend. You know, I like Jeremy Chin, things like that. They went that guy Hassan Reddick. And also, I like I, to me personally, I like that secondary play. I mean, I think Brian Burns is a pretty good pass rusher as well. And they wanna the get Yeter Gross Matos. So, this is, this is definitely going to be a team that's going to have a some pretty solid defense. They still miss Luke Keekly, though, man. I will say that. But I got them beating the Jets. I say this will be a low scoring affair, even with Christian McCaffrey back. I say about 17, 14. Now, let's get into the next game the LA Chargers against the Washington football team. Now, this is going to be a good one. I think this is going to be one of the better games. And it's because you got such a high-powered young offense and the young phenom in Justin Herbert, who, by the way, I told a lot of people was going to be legit. I told a lot of people that. A lot of people didn't believe in him. Look at him now. You know, sometimes you just like being right. But anyway, you got the young phenom in Justin Herbert going against this absolutely star-studded and stacked defense, who also has young. Talent as well. And it starts with the guy that they picked as their number one pick last year, Chase Young. You know? And it just it's just a ripple effect from there, honestly. But I think the Washington football team wins this game. And the reason I say they win this game is because of the very reason I just said I think their defense The same reason I picked the Bucs to win the game against the Cowboys. I think their defense is capable of getting one to two stops. That's going to be all the difference in the game. I don't think the Chargers defense is capable of truly stopping this, you know, Washington football team's offense. It's not that I think they're that special or anything. I'm just not that much of a believer in the Chargers defense. And to be honest, I mean the Washington football team—they have pretty solid playmakers. I mean Antonio Gibson—I'm a big fan of. I like him. Curtis Samuel, and then you got Terry McLaurin. So you got you got good playmakers, and they also got Logan Thomas at tight end as well. So they got good playmakers. It's it's just about finding a quarterback, and I'm not fully I'm not fully sold on Fitz, but he's definitely an upgrade over to what they had, but. I got to watch the football team win this game. i say this score would be about, i say 28-21. Now, with all that being said, we're going to go to the 49ers against the Detroit Lions. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I think this is going to be a curb stomp. I think the 49ers are going to kill the Lions. And I feel bad for the Lions, man, because it just seems as if they can't get anything right. Because Pene Suu, who a lot of people said he'd be a generational talent, generational tackle, things of that nature. Has not looked good in the preseason at all. He didn't. I'm, that, to, to me, that, again, that's not me saying he would never be good. He's already a buzz. No, I, I don't believe any of that for a second. In fact, if, as a Dolphin fan, I still would have drafted him. I mean, I like Jalen Water. I think he'd be a great addition to the team. But as a Dolphin fan, I would have drafted him. I would have drafted him in a heartbeat. But with all that being said... I think the 49ers come out of kill the Lions. They back, they got majority of their players back healthy. You know, they got a young stud who I think can start within about four to five weeks in Trey Lance. Because if he is a starter and he is that difference maker for that team, they're right back in the Super Bowl picture, man. So I'm gonna take the 49ers in this game. I think they win about 35 14, if I'm being honest with you all. It's, it's gonna be nasty for the Lions. Now, Steelers at Buffalo. Now, Pittsburgh coming off a pretty impressive regular season, disappointing postseason performance against the Browns the rivals at the AFC North. Buffalo made all the way to the AFC Championship. Lost to, you know, the defending Super Bowl Champions the year before the Kansas City Chiefs. So, it should be a pretty good game, but I'm going to take the Bills in this one. I think as a Dolphins fan, it hates, me, it pains me to say this because I want to see the Steelers win so we can have one leg up in our division early. But I can't see the Steelers beating the Bills, man. I mean, the, Josh Allen is the real deal. I mean, I don't, I hate to admit it as a Dolphins fan, I hate to say it, but it's it's the truth, man. He's legit, and I think he's gonna absolutely go out there and dissect. The Steelers secondary, man, with a guy like Stephon Diggs, and now they just added Manning Sanders. already had Cole Beasley. You know, Zach Moss is is looking better by the snap. It's. I don't see the the Steelers defense doing much with that, man. And I and I'm not that much of a believer in the the Bills defense, especially their pass rush. I mean, they haven't had one since Mario Edwards left there. Him and Jerry Hughes, and Jerry Hughes way past his prime, but. I think, I think the Bills' defense, I think their secondary is good enough to force guys into mistakes or to make one or two bad reads. And Big Ben, he isn't the same quarterback. Let's just be honest with, with, it, with ourselves. So I'm going to take the Bills in this one. I'm, I'm going to have them win in the 28-27. I think they win by a single point. And we're going to go into the Seahawks and the Colts. And it's going to be another good game, man. Seahawks, Colts, both playoff caliber teams, in my opinion, both have really good, <clears throat> really good young talent, but man, this is a tough one to call. I'm going to go with C- C- Sea Seahawks on this one. The only reason I'm going to C- Seahawks in on this one because I think the quarterback play from Russell Wilson would be better than the Colts QB play. Now, I, that's not me saying. That's not me saying that you know. The Colts can't win this game Because I, I think they absolutely can win this game But that is me saying that I think Russell Wilson would be better than Carson Wentz And that would be the difference in the game So I'm going to have how Seahawks winning this one I'd say about 35 to 31 Score Now next game we got Vikings and the Bengals Now The Vikings Dalvin Cook specifically I need a big game you on know, the fantasy team. But I'm going with the Vikings in this one. I think their defense, not their defense, excuse me, their offense would be extremely high-powered this offseason, this season. Justin Jefferson coming off a fantastic rookie year. Dalvin Cook coming off a fantastic year. You know, Kirk Cousins, he got a little bit more confidence in him and his team and his playmakers. So I think the Vikings take this one. I'm not a believer in the Bengals defense at all. I'm not even a believer in their offense. I'm you know, being real. I mean, I think they got good pieces. The offensive line is just really bad, and you gotta protect your quarterback. <laughs> just that simple. I got the Vikings winning this one. I say 28-14 is the final score. Next game, I got the Jaguars against the Texans, and. Just like I said for Devontae Smith and his matchup against the Falcons, this is a great first game for rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence. It, it's not to discredit any team in the league, but it's, it's obvious. There are some teams that are worse than others. The Texans are one of those teams that will be in the bottom rankings of the league when it's all said and done. They're simply not good enough on either side of the ball to compete with majority of teams. I think the Jaguars are a little bit more talented, so I'm going to take them just strictly off of that. If the Jags lose this game, I don't know what game they can win this season. (laughs) and I'll take them winning this game 17-14. I think it would be a low-scoring affair. Now, the Arizona Cardinals against Tennessee Titans, this is the complete opposite. This is going to be a shootout, high-scoring game. Somebody To me, this game might come down to the last possession. Either someone makes a play, on the offensive side or some of the defensive side. Just that simple. Now, Arizona, when I got A.J. Green, the pair with a guy like D-Hawk. Got Kyler Murray, probably one of the most electrifying players, not just quarterback, but players in the NFL. Defense, to me, is still solid, still stout. Deion is still there. Titans, when they got Julio. You know, got Derrick Henry, got A.J. Brown, got probably the second or third best offensive line in the entire League. Tannehill has been lights out since he's been a starter. It's a tough game to call, man. It honestly is. But I think I got to give the edge to the Cardinals. And the reason why I'm giving them the edge is because I think their defense, like I said about most of other teams here, is a bit better than the Titans' defense. Titans lost a lot of secondary play, man. They lost <clears> – <throat> Logan Ryan a couple years back, they lost Kenny Vaccaro, they lost Dory Jackson. You know they, Michael Butler I believe retired if I'm not mistaken. They that's four starters they lost right there in no a matter of two seasons, and I believe they lost three of them this offseason. season. Now I know they went out and traded. I know they went out and traded for a guy from the Chargers. Can't can't even call his name right now. Desmond King. There we go. But. He's, not, he's a solid player, but he's not going to make up for all those guys' absences. I mean, I love Kevin Byer, but he can't play everyone on the field. So I think the Cardinals taking this game, man. I, I, would, I do think it would be a high-scoring game. I think they'd win this game about 45-42. to 42. Like I think it would be absolute shootout. Now, with that being said, I had the Denver Broncos next against the New York Giants. And I'm taking the Broncos in this one. I think the Broncos' defense is really talented. I like Patrick Sutan. I like Justin Simmons. I'm a huge fan of Bradley Chubb. I have no idea why he isn't the regarded to as one of the best pass rushers yet in our league. But to me, he is a stud, man. Apparently, with a guy like Vaughn Millers, it'd be a bad day for Daniel Jones. i tell you that. Giants improved on both sides of the ball. But I think the Broncos are a bit better. And I will say this. I seen this, I believe, on TikTok recently. And it was a a, a Denver Broncos fan who was upset that Teddy Bridgewater wanted to start a job over Drew Locke. And his logic was we know what Teddy Bridgewater is. We know what he is. You know, he's not, he doesn't have the craziest arm. He's not that, you know, talented of a guy. He's not going to go out there and light up scoreboards, a statue, whatever the case may be. He's a guy who won't necessarily lose games, but he won't necessarily win them either. And I, I can't argue with that. It's, it's facts. He's right. I mean, we know what Teddy is, we know what he's capable of, we know what he's going to bring to the table. You just know that he's a, he's a finished product at this point in his career. Drew Locke, he, he said, on the other hand, Drew Locke can't really be a guy that can become something greater than that, better than that, which he can. I mean, Drew Locke has all the talent in the world. I'm not taking that from him. not going to discredit that at all. But the reason why Teddy won that job is because they believe, and which I also believe, he gives them the best chance to win now. I wholeheartedly agree with that. That's not me saying that Drew Locke should never be the starter again. I think if this season doesn't work out with the Broncos, if I, I honestly think they have way too much talent on their team to not be a playoff team. If they don't even come close to that, I think they I think they go away for both quarterbacks this offseason. I think they go out and try to, you know, trade somewhere. I know there was in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes when he was up for trade. Aaron Rodgers may be a free agent this year. After this year. So they may go out after him. Who knows? But I think if it'll work out, I think they move on for both guys, honestly. But I got the Broncos winning this game nonetheless. I got no win about 24-14. Now, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, got the Green Bay Packers and the Saints games next. Next, excuse me. I'm taking the Green Bay in this game for simple reasons. Drew Brees isn't here no more. He isn't he isn't in New Orleans no more. He's not strapping up. It's not that I'm not a believer in James Winston. I was a huge James Winston fan, even with the Bucs, even when he was at Florida State, things of that nature. But Green Bay defense is is solid. It's not the greatest. It's not the best, but it's solid enough to force him to one or two mistakes, maybe. And I also believe the the absence of Michael Thomas, man, is going to be huge. Huge for the Saints, man. Their defense, they're legit, but whenever you're going against Aaron Rodgers, man, it's going to be a tough out. Regardless, him <laughs> and Devontae Adams. But I'm going with Green Bay in this, man. I'd say the final score would be about 28-14. Now, game of the week. Yes, sir. Game of the week. Cleveland going to Arrowhead Stadium. Take on the Kansas City Trees. Mahomes versus Baker. The Chiefs versus the Browns. I'm going to Chiefs in this one. Now, the Browns, don't get me wrong, drastically improved team. Went out and got your David Went out and got John Johnson. They desperately needed a safety, man. Desperately. They're getting back Grant Grant Dale Pitt, if I'm not mistaken. Nick Chubb is an absolute monster, man, carrying the ball. Getting back Odell Beckham, they went out and got a, <clears throat> excuse me, they went out and got a very good rookie receiver in my opinion this year. But with all that being said, I gotta see their defense perform first. I had, to, I had to see it. I gotta see it, man. I mean, against I guess, guess a guy like Patrick Mahomes with Tyreek Hill, you know, with Tyreek Hill, you got Travis Kelsey. They went. I got Joe Thune. Got better at the line. I mean, I, I gotta see it. They went out and traded for Orlando Brown. They, the, line looked a lot better than what it was last year. So, I gotta see it, man. I'm, I'm taking them. I'm taking them to win this game. I think it'll be a pretty good game. I say. Man, it's it's hard to predict this score because these these two really good teams. If it turns to a shootout, which I think it will, Air Force Baker, i throw the ball. And they'll run first team. As, as good as I think Baker Mayfield is, they'll run first team. I think I think if it turns to a shootout, it'll be 35-31. But if, if they could keep the game close, I think the I think the Chiefs will win. I mean, the Chiefs will win twenty eight twenty four. Now, with that being said, our next game we're going to get into is the Chicago Bears against the L.A. Rams. Two really good defenses. Star-studded defenses at that. Khalil Mack on one side, Aaron Dodd on the other. No. Really good defenses, but I'm taking the Rams. Strictly our quarterback play, if I'm being honest with you. I think Matt Stafford is night and day better than Dalton. He's way better than Andy Dalton. Even if Justin Fields were playing... You know, the best quarterback by far on the field still be Matt Stafford. Give me the rounds. i take them win at 24-14. They're not going to just light up the scoreboard on the Bears because at the end of the day, their defense is legit. It's stout, but QB play will be the difference in this game. And last game we're going to get into, man, Monday Night Football. Ravens going to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Now, I got the Ravens winning this one. Despite all of the injuries that they have suffered this offseason, which has been terrible, if I'm being honest. I mean, they, they've they lost, I think, their first, second-string running backs, I believe. I know they just reached out Justice Hill. So, yeah, I mean, Gus Edwards is like, yeah, they lost their first, second-string running backs. But with all that being said, man, I think they take this one. I know they recently signed Le'Veon Bell. You know, hopefully he can get up to speed before Monday night. And I should pay some significant snaps. But the Raiders' defense just isn't good, man. They can't get after the pass rush. I mean, they can't get any pressure with pass rush. You know, obviously they let a certain, you know, someone go I just talked about. And, you know, their secondary play hasn't been the greatest. You know, they're one one of the most penalized secondaries in the league. They aren't necessarily... Going to go out there and stop anything on defense, honestly. Now, with all that being said, those are the teams I got taking it. And the Ravens and Raiders, Ravens and Raiders game, excuse me. I got that in, i say a low scoring affair because the Ravens going to run the ball. i say about, i say about 24 to 17 is the final score. Now, with all that being said, guys got a fan Q and A for y'all. I know I haven't had one in a while, man. My bad, but we got one this week. So let me get pull that up really fast. Okay, here we go. So first question come from Van Valsine. Super Bowl predictions. Oof, it's a little early, man. But uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna give y'all two Super Bowl predictions. I'm gonna be bold. My first Super Bowl prediction: If everything just stays the way it is right now. If everything just stays the way it is right now, I think the Super Bowl will be the Kansas City Chiefs, unfortunately, taking on the Green Bay Packers. I I believe that. I mean, I, Green Bay to me was one play away from winning that game. Aaron, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers played his greatest game, but he should have had gotten a chance. To make the final play and, and lose and win that game on his arm, I th- I think I think that's how it should end. And if, if as a if I'm a betting man, I'm betting to get, I'm not betting against him on a four to five yard line to get a touchdown. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. I'm not not in that situation. But I will say this: if the Dolphins go out. And get Deshaun Watson like how I believe they should, because again I have nothing against Tua. I'm a Tua fan. That's my guy. I love Tua, but he's no Deshaun Watson. I don't think he could ever be Deshaun Watson. And we go out and get Deshaun Watson with our defense and the weapons we have added to our arsenal on the offensive side of the ball, I think we're Super Bowl. I think we're in the Super Bowl. I really do. I got, Then at that point, I had a Dolphins going up. I'm going to pick a different NFC team. I'm going to have a Dolphins going up against the Rams. Yes, quarterback play would be the difference for both teams and why they're in the Super Bowl. Now, next question comes from Kevin Wade. Can Winston be a franchise quarterback? <clears throat> Man, this is a tough question. I think he has all the physical tools to be a franchise quarterback. No, got a strong arm, big guy. You know, he's a bit he's more mobile than he's giving credit for. He's 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 no Michael Vick or anything like that, but his mobility is in comparison to a guy like Tony Romo or Donovan Mitchell. Not Donovan Mitchell, Donovan McNabb. I thought of the wrong mit Donovan, but things like that. I think he has all the tools. It's just about whether or not he can cut down the turnovers. Because if he can do that, I think he can. But I had to see him actually cut down the turnovers first. Now, the next question comes from Kevin Wade again. Is Josh Allen a truth, or did he have a fluke season? This is a really good question. I, honestly, I hope he's a fluke because as a dolphin fan, man, I don't want to see that for the next 10 years. I don't. But as a football fan and my personal unbiased opinion, he's the real deal, man. I mean, he's he's figured it out. You know, his it was never about talent or capability with him. It was about whether or not he can learn to play the position. And I think he's learned that under a guy like Sean McDermott. You know, like he there They've helped his progression so much, man. And now there's honestly no looking back at this point for him. He's he's a stud, man. He's the top five in the league right now. He's an absolute stud. Now, my next question comes from Mark Kears. Did teams really figure out Lamar Jackson? To me, this is idiotic. No, they haven't figured out Lamar Jackson. Because at the end of the day... You cannot contain greatness. It doesn't matter what he does to win. It doesn't matter how he wins. He gets it done. And they haven't figured it out. How I know they haven't figured it out is because Lamar Jackson still put up similar numbers compared to his MVP season. They haven't figured it out. They want to say they figured it out because what he's doing is different from other quarterbacks. And they want to make it seem like they figured out. The one that's different, they haven't. Trust me, they haven't. Next question comes from Kevin Wade again. Can Trevor Lawrence really save the Jaguars? What's your take on Justin Fields? And who's your offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year? All right, I'm gonna answer all three questions. Can Trevor Lawrence save the Jaguars? No. Simply put, no, he can't. A great quarterback can always make you better, but he can't save an entire franchise. I mean, a prime example of this, as you see right now, is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is easily, in my personal opinion, I think he's top three in the league. The man went out and put up an historic season that only three other quarterbacks have done. And that's in the same mention as guys like MVP Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, another MVP, and Peyton Manning, another MVP. He went out and had a season only compared to those guys ever, and he, and he, and he won four games. I mean, it's, Q, QB play can only take you so far, man. You need a team, and the Jaguars' defense, the way they set up, uh, it's gonna be wild since they get that back fix. They lost a lot of talent on that side, man, a lot. What's your take On Justin Fields Now My take on Justin Fields Is I thought I have no idea Why he failed As far as he failed But he was my Second best quarterback In this draft I mean I, I, I wholeheartedly believe He was better Than Trey Lance He is better Than Trey Lance I believe he's better Than Mac Jones By a lot And I don't think He's that much Off from Trevor Lawrence I mean I haven't again I, i've said this multiple times on other podcasts i think Trevor lawrence was the best quarterback in this draft class but he's not that generational guy that a lot of people are saying him to be I, I i just don't see it man i ain't even see it in the in the preseason i mean he may become that he may look like that at one point in his career but i haven't seen that at all with him and who's your offensive rookie of the year defensive rookie of the year Now for defensive rookie of the year, I'm gonna go with Patrick Sertain, and I'm gonna be a bit bold. I'm gonna go with him because I think he's gonna set the record for interceptions for a rookie cornerback. What's what's the record? I mean, let's look that up real quick. Regardless of what the record is, I think he sets that. I'm look that up real quick. Rookie corner. Corners, interceptions. As a rookie, set the record for interceptions in the season. Oh, it was ten for a rookie. Dick Lane. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh. It was it was actually fourteen, <laughs> night train lane. Yep, nope, he's not breaking that. But I think he gets at least six. <laughs> I thought it was a, I thought it was less than that. But I think he gets six interceptions. And my officer rookie of the year. Oh man. Now that's that's a, that's a tough one because it's. It's a lot of good receivers and running backs that was just drafted, man. Quarterbacks, is too. But, uh, I mean, the obvious answer would be Trevor Lawrence. You know, not the obvious, but the most popular answer. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to go with a guy that I've been high on. Despite his woes in the regular season, I'm going to go Jamar Chase. He's a guy that I have been high on. And he has been having the drops lately. But he's the guy that I'm going to go with, man. He's, he's going to have to perform for this, the Cincinnati Bengals to even look competitive in a lot of the games. So I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. And I believe we have one more question left. No, we have two more left, actually. This next question comes from Van Velsen. Coaches on the hot seat. No, man, I'm gonna do one better, man. I'm gonna give you a coach, and I'm gonna give you a GM. The coach, to me, that's on the hot seat. I know a lot of people aren't gonna agree with this. I know a lot of people aren't gonna agree with this. I'm gonna say that right now. Before I say the obvious coach, I'm gonna give you a, you know, an it coach for me personally, Mike Tomlin. I know, I know. A lot of guys are going to react to that and say, "I don't know what I'm talking about." He's a great coach. He's never had a season below 500. He's about to set the record if he have another nine win season this year. And all this, listen, man, listen. Mike Tomlin has had talented teams, man. I'm talking about numerous talented teams, and he has yet to put together in a matter of the, the past. Five years, he has some of the best offensive teams and really good defensive teams in the league. He hasn't put it together, man. Hasn't always came up short. This season, he has to show he can overcome adversity. To me, he has to show that. I'm not me personally. If I was the GM of the Steelers, Mike Tomlin on the hot seat. I know he's really not, but. That's my personal opinion, and the obvious answer is Matt Nagy. He Justin, listen, he doesn't have time for Justin Fields to develop by the midway of the season. He no 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 no. Let's get one thing straight, guys. He needs to win now, and I'm talking about like now now. (laughs) Like he needs Justin Fields to work out. He needs it because if he doesn't. And he's wasted these last three years, three, four years with this terrific defense that's starting to age. Yeah, he he's done. That's it. Matt Nagy's out the door. Now, <clears throat> two GMs. Just extend the question a little bit. The first one, I'm going to say Mike Mayock. The Raiders have not drafted well at all since he's been there. And that's surprising being the fact that he actually covered the draft every year um, like that I've ever watched, ever heard of him. I've seen him cover the draft every year. He needs to be better, simply put. That's, that's his job. You know, that's his the, the primary focus is to find and get talent. It hasn't been good. It just hasn't. I mean, they drafted a the guy top four. To be a backup defensive pass rusher That's that's terrible it's, 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 That's the only way to describe it It's horrible Now a GM that's going to surprise Some people for me That's on the hot seat And guys I want y'all to remember I am a Dolphins fan I may be a bit biased Or I may be a bit you know, harsh In what I'm about to say Because I am a Dolphins fan But this guy for me is on the hot seat And that's Chris Greer the only reason Brian Flores isn't on the hot seat for me as a head coach is because he's doing a fantastic job as a head coach. He's got guys developing as they should. He's got guys getting better. They're coachable, you know, they're disciplined, things like that. That's what you want. You want a disciplined team, you want a coachable team, you want guys who actually make a difference in the locker room and on the field. He has all that. Chris Gurr, on the other hand, Listen, I don't know in the past four years, four or five years, I don't know one draft pick that we've made in the first round that has worked out. Not one. Not one. I mean, you could probably look back for the past six, seven years. Since, let's, let's, let's do this. <sighs> Since Devontae Parker on and on, we have not made a good first-round pick selection, and the one we did make isn't on the team no more. Let that let that sink in. The one first-round pick we made that was an absolute hit, and I told people this: Micah Fitzpatrick will be the best safety and an All-Pro caliber safety at some point in his career. What he became exactly that, and what we did, we traded him. Another reason why <laughs> Chris Grier is on the hot seat, and let me—I'm gonna tell y'all this. If Tua does not work out this year, if he if he has another up and down season like he had last year, and they fail to go get Deshaun Watson, Chris Gere is out the door. Cause not only, not only did he miss out on Deshaun Watson, a guy who they could have drafted and not drafted, traded for an ample amount of times. Justin Herbert, the guy drafted right after Tua has become a stud overnight. So that's, you're, you're literally killing two birds and one stone. Yeah, Chris Greer would be gone at that point, if I'm being honest. But that's all I got for you guys today. Thank y'all for tuning in to the show once again. Y'all be sure to follow me on all my platforms. Drop a like. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Last Word Productions. You know, subscribe to any you listen to my podcast, Last Word Productions. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. All of those same platforms under the same name. Last word Productions. Thank you all again for tuning in. I'll see y'all in the next one.